Hello, friends. Welcome to episode two of season four of the Anthony Harry podcast. This the theme. I was going to say the season. God, I, I'm so excited and so nervous, and I'm not really nervous, but just like I know that it's long overdue to get season four going, mainly because I know how long ago I started putting these things in place not not to mention how long ago season three came to an end uh, but anyways for those of you who have tuned in who have listened to previous episodes and maybe previous entire seasons if you're back welcome back this is episode two of season four anthony harry podcast and the focus is live life on purpose that's what i'm going to talk about i think quite likely it's what I'm going to talk about for the remainder of however long the Anthony Harry podcast continues because it's it has grown to be like the hill I want to die on like just uh, what is purpose like where's the value come from really just defining those things for ourselves and putting ourselves in a position to truly benefit from those choices. For example, uh, the first thing that I want to talk about in these series of episodes is what does live life on purpose mean, right? What does it even mean to live life on purpose? Well, some of the things that are involved are you got to have goals. You have to live with intent. You have to take ownership and accountability and operate based on informed choice, not obligation. And I'm not going to cover all of that stuff right now in this episode, but that's where I'm going to start, right? What does it mean to live life on purpose? And I grew up 80s and 90s, and a common theme in media around that time was you know, people would talk about what's the meaning of life? What is this all about? Why are we here? And it's talked about a lot in religious circles. It's, I know that it's a feeling that we have just as humans, right? Why am I here? Why am I dealing with this? Like, life sucks. What is the point of all of this? And then I know that all of us have had moments where life is really great, like amazingly great. And none of the other stuff matters. I'm sorry, I just caught myself getting all emotional because like I thought about the fact that we moved down to Florida in October 2020 and we had a goal right the pandemic was riding high and uh we we had been living in minnesota much like the rest of the world especially the rest of the country minnesota basically shut down and it was between march and may let's let's just say april i don't i don't remember when it was i remember there was it's probably March because I remember it, it was not quite warm outside. 
we had went to Taco Bell. We were having a car date. My wife and I were sitting there and we we're just talking about what do you want to do? Like the world is changing. What do you want to do? And I and I, I asked Savvy if you could if you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? And she said, "Why well, I wouldn't mind living closer to the ocean. And I was like, okay. I was like, because I wouldn't mind living closer to my dad. And, you know, I was like, he lives in Florida. He's not on the ocean side. He's on the Gulf side. But, you know, it kind of counts, right? And, uh... She was open to it, so I called him just right there in that parking lot, put him on speakerphone, and uh, asked him, I said, hey, um, I said, what would you think if Savvy and I moved to Florida and moved in with you? And I I owned up to it right away. I I said, look, I I know we talked about this before because we had. We had talked about it roughly two years before. And uh, and I had backed out of moving to Florida because things were going really well with Savvy. And I didn't want to lose Savvy, right? I had a purpose. I had something I was doing, man. And I was trying to build this relationship with this awesome person. And so I had talked to my dad about moving down, and, and then I I had backed out. And uh, and I had wanted to move down because I didn't like the fact that he was down here alone. You know, m- my uncle, who he had moved down here with, had passed away. And uh, Dad wasn't having very good success with some of his roommates. And, uh, you know, because my dad was, is, is, he's dead, but uh, he was disabled my whole life and on a fixed income and so he needed financial help to make life work and so uh he had roommates living living here with him and i had talked about moving down because i thought maybe you know that'd be a good way to go and you know at that point in my life i i really was i was able to make that type of a decision and but i like i said i backed out and so i owned up to that right away and i said look i'd I promised you I would only bring this up if I was serious. And so I'm asking you, because I'm serious, what would you think? And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, he goes, he's like, I got a roommate right now, but, uh, you know, that'd be great. And um, and I told him, I was like, well, I'm not asking to move in next weekend. Like, we still got to. Still got to accomplish a whole lot of stuff. And and, said, and then we moved down. And he's like, all right, cool. He's like, just let me know. And uh, and thinking about it now is pretty amazing because he didn't he didn't put any stipulation on it. There were no terms. There were no the only <laughs> the only thing he said is that uh, we could bring our dogs, but we could not bring our cats and. That was tough because we we had two amazing cats, which 
are now living with family and still doing well and thriving and that's awesome but it was uh there were there was no there were no strings i asked him and he said yes and that that gave us a purpose it it gave us something to aim for and boom right off the bat we had goals we had things that we knew we needed to do in order to make the move and it was no small order and it affected more than us uh my brother from another mother was living with us and so i had to give him the bad news that he was going to need to find another place to live because we were going to sell the house and move to florida and he was a total champ and handled his business and then and and we really sold everything like sold our house sold my car sold sold both of our cars bought a van sold a whole bunch of our belongings sacrificed probably more than we sold and and then uh october 1st in the afternoon we literally packed our van full of everything we could fit in it and shoved our dogs in the back seat and then started our drive to florida and and it was so that was a huge goal of just getting here uh but then there but then when we were here and you know we're going through the process of of adjusting and i think that's that's probably i shouldn't say probably I'm trying to remove some of those indecisive word whiskers from my vocabulary but i i believe that truly living life on purpose does not happen without a level of struggle and very real discomfort because the environment that we live in is not designed for a person to be self-actualizing it's not designed for a person to be purposeful it's designed for individuals to plug in and live life the way that it's designed by the system for us to live right get get our self through school get a job pay taxes buy things buy more things than we probably need and and just go through the motions right chase recreation chase pleasures chase these temporary things that give our brains a whole lot of those uh fun chemicals that i can never keep straight was it dopamine or something like that um don't quote me on that because i'm probably wrong but the uh that's what we're supposed to do right we're supposed to just live life the way society tells us it's supposed to be lived but if we're going to have a purposeful life a lot of times part of that accomplishment is going to be in contrast to what uh our circumstances might make easy for us right it's it's going to be in contrast to 
the life we might have been might have told ourselves to live or might have understood that life was telling us to live and that was definitely how savvy and i felt when we we got to florida and because we had spent two years getting ourselves into a position to buy a house and have the the american dream right we had we had property it had a fence it had all the amenities that we believed that we needed to be happy and looking back on it now uh there was a lot to it that as great as it was it didn't actually make us happy and I also, and this is a whole other podcast by itself, I mean, I, I do believe happiness is as much a choice as it is the byproduct of circumstances, but there there wasn't a fulfillment there that we believed would be there by achieving the things that we had set out to achieve because we achieved all of them. It was it was amazing. and And then we went from that 1,500 square foot three-car garage, split-level house on a third of an acre out outside the city by like 40 minutes. And now we're living in the back of my dad's house, 350 square feet, no garage, still a third of an acre yard, which is awesome. But the house itself as a whole is only like 1,100 square feet. So it's 400 square feet smaller than the house that we had in Minnesota. And there was real adjustment, not not necessarily out of a conscious issue, but just the reality of, of knowing that we were in a situation, a physically different situation than what we were used to. Cramped space. We still owned way too much stuff. And, and yet in, I bring all that up to point out that the purpose, right? The purpose of moving, at least for me especially, and it became for Savvy. I mean, I know she subscribed to it right off the bat, but it definitely became something more permanent for her the longer we were here. But for me, the motivator was to get to my dad. It was to get here and to be here, to be present, to try and help just any way I could just to try and help and and there were days I just looked at him and I and I told him that I thanked him you know I said thanks for letting me be here thanks for letting us live with you you know I told him I was really happy to be here and and, and he he told me as he was happy that we were here too and and that was purpose right we had goals we had things we needed to accomplish and then we got down here and we started accomplishing them and 
and it wasn't easy and there was you know life's never easy uh at least it hasn't been for me um but there were those moments there were those moments of just realizing that like we had done it like we were here and we were with him and it was good and you know there's those moments where you look back at it and you it's easy to think to yourself like I should have said more I should have done more I should have should have should have should have and I fight those feelings because now we have new goals and my my need to live a life on purpose does not change just because it gets hard or because maybe we accomplish some major goals they're all steps in the journey they're all moments that move us forward and as we accomplish certain goals we we develop new ones i mean it's in a lot of ways it's it is like climbing a ladder or going up a staircase every little goal that a person accomplishes raises them up and the higher we get our perspective changes we can see things beyond barriers we couldn't see before because now we've proven to ourselves we can get to that level and i had only ever lived at least in my memory i had only ever lived in minnesota i understand at some point when i was a very very young child i lived in another state for a while and there's that but you know as all my memories are in primarily in minnesota and so i had never moved really and definitely not that as far as florida i had i don't even know that i had really traveled that far except for once when we went to washington dc and uh so that was a huge that was a huge portion of my personal ladder to climb up. And so if you're in a position where you might, you know, you feel like maybe this this could be a good thought process for you, this idea of living life on purpose. Have goals. They don't have to be big. They don't have to be big at all. They can be daily. You can refine them throughout the day. But have a goal. And really what that equates down to is make a choice. Right? Be decisive. And don't be afraid of how an external opinion might respond to the choice that you made. But instead, make that choice make that choice and know that it's yours to make it could be a simple thing like you maybe you need to have your life be, feel a little more structured and organized so uh, i was at a point once where that was how i felt i needed things to have more of a feeling of accomplishment because i wasn't feeling motivated and i i just was not at a good place and I saw a speech by a guy 
I'm going to totally get this wrong because it's coming off the top of my head, but he was like an admiral or something. He was giving a commencement speech to a bunch of graduates. And he talked about the idea of making your bed. And it, you can find it on YouTube. I mean, you could just Google like the make your bed commencement speech or something like that. But it resonated with me. Like it really drove home this idea that why start your day off with a win. Like start your day off by you wake up. Here's this space that you've been in for however many hours trying to rejuvenate and replenish yourself. And so the first thing you can do is take a couple moments to honor that. Make your bed. Treat it nice. It's showing respect to you and to the space. But it also starts you off with a level of organization and accomplishment. You just did something. And it was quick. It didn't take a lot. You, but you did it, and it's done. And so now go on to the next thing could be anything you know so you start off and you say you know what i'm just going to start making my bed every morning and then you go do it now that becomes a habit it becomes part of your routine you need to do it because it's a part of how you start your day and so you add in something else i'm going to have whatever is a good breakfast for me i'm going to get up i'll make my bed I'm going to make sure I have a good breakfast. Not just, not like Fruit Loops. I mean, unless you really love Fruit Loops. But just as an ex example, not a high sugar content cereal. Maybe I'm going to get up, have some fruit, have some oatmeal, make myself some eggs. And uh, make the time for that to be something you can do for yourself. Because now, much like you showed honor and respect to the space that helped rejuvenate you and give you rest... Now you show that same honor and respect to your body, but it's purposeful. And then you start doing it, it becomes a part of your routine, it becomes a key facet to how you feel in the morning. Drink some water, whatever whatever it is you're doing. You, you determine what the healthy thing is for you to do. But those are things I did, which is why they're in my head. I, I made a point to get up and start my day by drinking a bunch of water and having some eggs. and. And then it was just little things after that that I just made a point to do. And they were all wins. And then it made it made the circumstances. By putting myself in a position where I was doing those things, I was accomplishing those goals. Then when things that like my job at the time or unexpected stresses of life, when they came up, it became so much easier for me to tackle those things because... I was already succeeding in my day. I was already doing the things that I needed to do. And I go back to that even now. I would like to believe that the person I am now is far more disciplined and far more accomplished than the 20-something-year-old Anthony that was learning all this stuff. And I still go back to those things now and like going through this process of figuring out what to do with myself now that my dad's passed away. I'm trying to live life on purpose. I want to make a choice. I want to accomplish my goals. I want to move forward. And one of the ways that I've 
been able to start find my finding my footing again has been to go back to that foundational thing and say, you know, what are my goals? What's something small that I can do today? Just a simple thing to give me a win so that I'm purposefully putting myself in a position of positive forward action. And it's helped. It's helped a lot. Doing this podcast is one of those things. I was tired before I started recording this evening. I meant to record yesterday, but things didn't pace out the way that I thought they might in my head. But I knew it had been a week, and I want to get an episode out at minimum once a week. And so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stay up, and I'm going to record this. I pulled up my outline for for the initial stuff that I want to talk about. And here we are. And if you've made it all the way to this point in this episode, I appreciate it so much because I feel better. I was telling a coworker today at my day job that uh, he noticed that because uh, we're connected on LinkedIn and uh, he noticed that I had a podcast. And I told him, I said, look, if we're just being honest, it's it's a vanity podcast. Like I do it for me. It helps me. It, it helps me and it helps me get thoughts out of my head and hopefully put something out there into the world where someone I may not even know might take a chance, listen to this podcast and be like, you know what? I'm going to go do that thing. I, I like what he had to say and I'm going to go do that thing that I've been meaning to do. And if, and that would make that makes it worth it just the the opportunity to think that someone might might listen to this silly stuff that I talk about and and want to take that as a motivator to make themselves better and to make their life better and i hope that that happens i hope that you know maybe a couple people get something out of the stuff that i talk about especially this season because I really put a lot more forethought into it. And uh, so we'll see if the hard work pays off, right? But we're talking about living life on purpose. The first question that we're reviewing is what does live life on purpose mean? And the first facet of that is having goals. And I hope that this conversation in this episode around goals and my example of the things that I've gone through has given you some value in the next episode we're going to talk about live with intent and it was so difficult not to just flow right into that but um we're talking about live with intent we're going to talk about taking ownership and accountability in our life and how to operate based on informed choice rather than obligation and how all those things play into what it means to live life on purpose but for now, I hope that you were able to get a better idea on the on the concept around having goals and how goals directly correlates with making a choice, being decisive, and choosing to move forward. If there, if you have any thoughts or comments, uh, reach out. Let me know, and uh, we I can always revisit them or or approach those uh, because I I do hope that if you took the time to listen to this. 
that you get value out of it and you can use it to better your own circumstance. So that's it for now. I think I've talked enough this evening. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Anthony Harry podcast. This has been the second episode of the fourth season. Live life on purpose. Be well, friends.